0: Welcome to the Chirpin Birds Podcast. The 10 and 1 Eagles take on the 7-4 Tennessee Titans at home this Sunday, uh one o'clock kickoff. Uh big game for the Eagles. This was when we first uh did our schedule release. Uh, you know, a couple game stretch, Colts, Packers, Titans that that we circled as a as a tough stretch. Obviously, the Colts have had their woes this year, um, and so the Packers. Uh, you know Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry, uh, Traylon Burks, the AJ Brown return game. We'll get into all that. Uh, shorter pod today, as I gotta go. Um, before we get started, Mike, how you doing?
1: I'm good. I'm doing well. Uh, very exciting game. We, we're going to preview here. Uh, it's. I want to say it's the first time the Eagles have been playing another first place team. I know that the Vikings are good. I don't know what place they were in their division. It I think the they Warriors were first
0: because they beat the Packers week one okay. and the Lions yeah. lost. So unless the Bears lost week one. Uh, yeah. But I think uh, the Eagles have sort of uh, from from our own Fan base have been uh, uh, criticized a bit lately. You know, losing to Washington, uh, not a great game against the Colts, they gave up thirty three points. Like there's still all these all these problems, and uh, they're they're ten and one, just like the 2014, team, just like the twenty seventeen uh, team that ended up winning the Super Bowl. So, it, it, it is uh, a big game from that standpoint, and sort of believing in this team. Um, I was curious, your thoughts, uh, Elliot short parks of WIP was saying how, um, the, the 04 team was, uh, already a very good team. They already had Andy Reed. They, they made it to NFC championship games. Uh, the 2017 team, you had Carson second overall pick Doug Peterson came in they started three and O the year before. Uh, Nick Sirianni was a major question mark. Um, uh, Jalen Hurts was a major question mark. These these guys have had uh, skepticism uh, as they've started. They, uh, you know, went nine and eight, made the playoffs last year, but uh, still feels like uh, there's a, a bit of trust that is not there. Um, I personally think that it's a, a consistency over time type thing. Like this is the first year Jalen's been, uh, this major talent, uh, this major piece, uh, with, with no question marks of, of his, uh, talent as a quarterback, but, uh, it, it does feel a little, um, you know, different, uh, they, they've received criticism of, of, uh, not their fault, but like only playing bad teams, I think this Titans game will be a really big measuring stick for that crowd. Um, uh, what do you think about the the skepticism that still is surrounding this team?
1: Yeah, I, I, for, well, first off, I agree with your last point. I do think that this, this is a game that can certainly um, earn some, like, street cred. Uh, I think the Titans really match up well as far as a, a team that can um, – you know, butt up against some of the Eagles strengths in ways that other teams they've played can't. As far as a skepticism, I think, I think a lot of that is kind of like the, the DNA of this town, like the Negadelfian. I, like, I, I don't know how you could have watched the past uh, three months of this team and say you have strong doubts. Like, there's certainly legitimate things to improve upon. And I'm not saying that this is a perfect team, but it's certainly one of the best teams in the league. Certainly a top top three team in the league, or if you're extra skeptical, a top five team. And I, yeah. I do think part of that is like right now the league has so much parity and there aren't dominant teams. So like Maybe your knee jerk reaction is like, oh, the Eagles can't be in that top echelon of teams because like there's not really that echelon, but I do think there is I think right now there's just not that like second rung of teams or maybe you would say that the Eagles are in that second rung and there just isn't something between them and the rest of the league. like there's not that middle class competitive crowd. It's kind of like uh the bills, the chiefs as that first rung and then it's like Eagles, um, Cowboys, Dolphins, 49ers, maybe a few other that I'm forgetting. Then it's like a large, mediocre crowd. and Then you got like pathetically uncompetitive teams. Like there's not that like, um, it just seems like there's not that kind of, like there's kind of like a mushy part of the league. And I, I, I don't think that's typical as far as like the size. I think typically there's a bit more of like a transition zone, but it seems like this year it's so quick from like good to bad very quickly. And to to that point, like the Eagles schedule is mostly made up of those teams. So there hasn't been uh, a lot of teams that you would beat that like leave you no, I'm not saying you, but like fans who want to point out flaws, like there's a lot of material to point out or negate a lot of uh wins. And that's not it's no fault against the Eagles. It's just kind of like um it's not as easy of an argument to make.
0: Yeah, I think like mushy teams aside, uh the at least for me this skepticism talk is not of whether they're good or not it's whether they're a super bowl contender or not can they win the super bowl this year i think uh it's hard to to your point of watching the first uh you know nine nine or so game eight nine games of the season even even last week um uh, and and think this team isn't good is uh, pretty ridiculous. Even if there aren't like truly great teams uh, this year, besides like the Chiefs. I mean the the Bill. Uh, it, it was the Chiefs, Bills, and Eagles for weeks and weeks. And the the Bills have um, struggled, even though they have a have a good record, um, and and a great quarterback. But I I do think that there is still some, at least within me um, hesitation or nervousness if they are to play, uh, in San Francisco or, um, Tampa Bay in a, in a division round, uh, still, cause you know, San Francisco is a very strong team. Jimmy Garoppolo has won a lot of playoff games in his career. Even the, the Cowboys, I think the Christmas Eve game is going to tell a lot about, um, where, where the Eagles are at overall over the course of a full season. So, um, you know, there, this, this begins the, the measuring stick of how, how far this team can go, uh, Titans at Giants at bears at Cowboys or the next four. So, um, you know, I, I, I think after the loss, you look at the Colts game like, oh, you have the Titans and the Packers coming up. Uh, the Colts game a must win. They squeak that one out. And then you you want to split at least uh, Packers Titans uh, going into this uh, three road games in a row so that they beat the Packers. I, I don't know that uh, losing this game would be, um, you know give up on this team or, or winning the super bowl or anything like that but that that's what that's what we're talking we're we're not talking about making the playoffs we're talking about winning the division number 1 seed winning the super bowl so i think uh number 1 seed is for sure the uh the the immediate goal um you know you're you're up uh at least the game and the tiebreaker so far on Dallas and you're up two games on, on the giants, I, I believe. Um, and you, and you still have to play them twice. So uh the Eagles control their own destiny. I think uh, they have a good shot at the super bowl. You only need to win one playoff game to make it to the NFC championship game. If you are the one seed, but you know, it starts this four game stretch. And I think that that's, a new development of the season of, you know, how good is Jalen? How good is this team? Can they keep winning? They, they lose a game. They're struggling. Like, can they bounce back? Um, how, how really good are they? And it's the Super Bowl, not only a, uh, a possibility, but an expectation at this point, I think those are the questions that they will need to answer over the, this next four game stretch. And it starts with, uh, Tennessee here.
1: Yeah. And uh, real quick, I will say like, uh, I think, like, obviously, there's, uh, like, you don't want to lose this game. I do think they gained some flexibility in winning last week. It kind of sounds silly, but, like, looking at the two games before last week, the two weeks ahead, the Packers and Titans, I think, like, the win last week was so important because if you, if you came out of that game losing and you're going to this one, like, it would, you'd you'd feel pretty like that doubt would start to set in if you lost two in a row at this point. So I do think like, um, the it is kind of, there's not too much room for margin, unfortunately, like Eagles have been taking care of business, so have the Cowboys, so have the Packers, or sorry, the Vikings rather. Um, And yeah. That's all I'm I was saying. I think I don't that think that they'd that, be like a crater if they lost this game, but
0: yes, but there's not all a lot these, of room
1: for margin. Exactly. And I think
0: that works in the Eagles' favor um because they they do have people on their heels and they are playing meaningful games and might very well play meaningful games now through the end of the year. Like there's plenty of um teams that ran away with the one seed and then are not as up for games or are playing backups later in the seasons, stuff like that and and you know the the Eagles got trounced last year but the 49ers were a wild card team and they uh, made it to the uh, NFC Championship game uh, if I'm not mistaken so um I, I, and and there's even a history like uh, I think the last couple Super Bowl winners or Super Bowl not winners, uh, well, winners and uh, Super Bowl appearance teams were all like seven and four around this time. They they were just finding themselves, uh, you know, not to say Washington or anything, but they're seven and five now. But you know, the Titans are seven and four. They they were the one seed last year at thirteen and three or something like that, and lost the first game. The fourteen and two Ravens a couple seasons ago lost lost their first game, so. I think it is um, even even the Super Bowl year, the Eagles were 13 and three, the one seed and came out really flat against Atlanta and almost lost that game. It came down to the very end. And then they obviously trounced the Vikings and won the Super Bowl. But uh, I think playing meaningful football, maybe, you know, what is this week 13 week week 13's a little too soon to be saying, oh, they got to rest their starters and all that. But the the way it's lining up with the Vikings continuing to win the Cowboys, the the Giants, uh, San Francisco, seven and four right now, uh, all these teams are uh, finding themselves winning games, getting hot when it's just on the cusp of the, the right time to get hot. Like you said, we saw what the Phillies did. Uh, they they were playing playoff baseball for basically a month before the playoffs. So, yeah. um, I, I do think that it works to their advantage and, you know, luckily they're 10 and one in the one seed ha, have somewhat of a cushion, but, you know, you lose, you lose and the Vikings and Cowboys win and you know, you're, you're, uh, you're feeling a little more uncomfortable. So, um, let's let's get into the the game uh, or i guess before the game we should uh say a quick congratulations to Jalen Hurts winning NFC offensive player of the week uh he won player of the month in September player of the week uh, first time uh, of the week um eagles have won uh six players of the week um and this is the first offensive uh one a couple special teams couple defense just uh some important uh, updates injury wise Jordan Davis's 21 day Practice window has been opened He can play as early as Sunday I don't know how likely that is uh, Dallas Goddard I, I
1: would say based off of reports like It seems like there's a decent chance that he could be activated his
0: his conditionings up, which is, uh, I almost forgot what kind of injury he had. He had an ankle. So, uh, you know, that he didn't,
1: there was never like any boot or crutches. So like, that's a good sign that like, it wasn't as severe. I think it was like a high ankle sprain, which is always a little severe, but, um, yeah, I would, like, I feel optimistic that he'll be there on Sunday.
0: And I, I, I kind of thought he was the first injury, but Avante Maddox will be missing his fourth week uh, this week. Uh, So I, I, I thought he got hurt before Jordan Davis, but uh, maybe, maybe not. Um, But uh, he will have an update on him after, after this game, Uh, Dallas Goddard, no sling, um, hopes that he can play right when he's eligible, which would be against the bears week 15 so uh very positive report on uh Dallas Goddard and of course Chauncey Gardner Johnson with the lacerated kidney it was revealed uh no timetable for him not on IR so that's something to to watch moving forward yeah Um,
1: I'll I'll say like uh one of the, the obviously this is just like tea leaf reading but I I think uh like people are saying that they could probably do um, Jordan Davis activated onto the 53-man in a corresponding move with uh, CJ, DJ, if they decide to go that route. So if he was to go in IR, it's not strange that he hasn't yet. It could just be those two swapping come end of the week. But, you know, maybe they roll the dice and they hope he can be back in like three weeks or something. But a lacerated kidney, that was something we didn't know uh, at the time of last recording that is uh concerning to say the least uh that was an injury that Ertz got a few seasons ago um so yeah fingers crossed that his recovery goes smoothly and quickly and um uh, it's good it doesn't seem like it's anything serious as far as the rest of the season goes so um get well cj gj
0: yeah hopefully uh playoffs is is my probably realistic uh
1: Timeline. I think he could be back before the end of the season, I could would be, be surprised if he's not sure I, I would expect like maybe somewhere in the ballpark of like three to five i'm guessing and real quick on safety any should we should probably uh, set aside like 30 seconds for the Malcolm Jenkins conversation.
0: Well yeah I mean a lot will have to happen with the Saints still owning his rights uh you know whatever his agent could do i think uh he would have to be released they're talking about uh would you WI- give up the yeah. first round pick it's a first
1: round pick no <laughs> no so would you give up the first round pick give the saints the pick back for malcolm uh no way i know i'm just joking
0: yeah so he would need to be released clear waivers and then sign with the eagles a lot of steps but unlikely uh would would be nice to have him back. Would uh, be such a
1: th- cool story.
0: Yeah, yeah, this would um, be like
1: a nice another the, one.
0: The the Rams did something similar with uh, Weddle mm-hmm. last year. Um, yeah. So you know he Malcolm Jenkins would would be a big voice in the locker room. Uh, there are some guys from the uh, Super Bowl team still still in the roster and. You know, he, he would be a, a backup once Chauncey Gardner Johnson comes back. So, and, and it's Jalen's locker room. So a little different uh, situation, you know, Carson, I, I don't think here. Yeah. You know, I, I, Fult-
1: I know it won't happen, but I do think if he came back, they would probably switch to like a big nickel team or like a three safety team. I don't think you, I don't like, you wouldn't bring him in and him not see like a starting share of snaps.
0: Yeah, I mean, especially with Charlie Gardner Johnson out, but when, when they're back in, I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I've, it's not going to happen. But depends how it's, it's how fun it to talk about. Yeah, another thing uh, uh, fun to talk about probably won't happen this week is the Eagles could clinch a playoff berth. Uh, a lot needs to happen. They need to win, of course, and uh, three losses or two losses and a tie amongst. Washington, Seattle, and San Francisco. So, uh, if if you want to, you know, we this is not a sports betting uh, advice or anything. Yeah. So, um, if you're
1: curious about those matchups, but, Washington is playing the Giants. Um, need the Giants to win at home. The Commanders are two and a half point favorites. If I'm reading that right, it's kind of a win-win either
0: either way in that game. I think for the Eagles.
1: I'm surprised by that. The commanders are favored on the road. Yeah, they're playing their hot team. Yeah, but the Giants are better. They have a better record at the moment. Well, anyway, yeah, that it kind of feels like a coin flip game there. Um, for Seattle to lose, we need the Rams to win, which does not feel likely given Seattle seven and playing. a half point favorites Aaron, on the road. Aaron Donald's already listed out, so mm-hmm. um, kind of unlikely. <laughs> unlikely. And isn't uh,
0: Stafford not practicing still.
1: Yeah, he's already been declared as that uh, Okay. So, uh, and then the, the last of the triumvirate here, um, her really to, uh, the 49ers to lose against the dolphins, which could happen, but 49ers are favored at home by four against the dolphins. That's so a toss up. Yeah. One point,
0: one more or less.
1: Yeah. All right. So like. Odds there give me like 15% chance this happens this weekend.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a good offense that uh, the Dolphins have. So. Well, but, I mean, for a, the Eagles against a good defense. Oh, oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, any four-way parlay is not going to be super likely. All
1: right.
0: Um, let's get into the, the Titans, because obviously they got Derrick Henry against the Eagles' weak run defense. Um they they still have Linval Joseph and the Su, maybe Jordan Davis also. Uh, all these guys either old or banged up. Um, I, I think that that's that's clearly the the matchup to watch uh, for this game for the the. Positive is Ryan Tannehill not having a good year, not that great of a quarterback, and they lost AJ Brown in the offseason. So uh are receiving they core. Him.
1: They traded. They him. traded
0: him. Well this team still they lost decided him. to lose him. They decided to. Uh you have Robert Woods and Traylon Burks, which don't uh really scare you too much. Uh Burks and,
1: has came on lately. I already saw that there is a ESPN article today like comparing him as like the new, like he's filling in the old AJ Brown role as AJ Brown, or as he goes on to face, um, you know, his replacement, um, say so yeah, he's certainly like the lead playmaker, not named Derrick Henry. Um, Robert Woods, he's, he's coming off of a serious injury. He's not the guy that he was with the Rams, although he's still like a reliable pass catcher. Um, Dontrell Hilliard, he's the backup. He's more of like your traditional third down, pass catching back. Most of um, most of their snaps will go to Derrick Henry. Um, right now, uh, over half of their offensive snaps are run plays. So it's uh, 54.2% right now, which ranks as third most run heavy in the league. So they are a team that- establishes- Are the Eagles uh, top five in there?
0: um Feel like they have to be
1: it's a good question i don't think they're nearly that heavy i would be i think they're a bit more balanced
0: yeah they're, they're
1: probably i, like I think i i think, think i, I heard 47
0: um I but gotcha. i'm not sure if that includes neil downs or not
1: gotcha um so according to D V O D V O A, dvoa uh their offense is ranked 19th overall um so according to the numbers like mediocre um a lot of their success is through the legs of derrick henry um and they will be going up against uh according to dvoa the sixth best uh defense in the eagles so overall i like that is that is like the uneven matchup in my mind and i know that feels like kind of silly because uh eagles fans everywhere have so much doubt about their run defense and that's fair but i don't think like um like against the packers like that was kind of an issue and i think like uh, i didn't i didn't get a chance to mention it but like aj Dillon looked really good and like he's he's got that size so like expect more of that to like an even more aggravating degree with derrick henry like we're going to see some runs, where like, there's going to be like guys on guys on guys being dragged. Um, so yeah, that, you know, it's kind of obvious and boring, but like Derrick Henry is uh public enemy number one for the Eagles defense. I could see Traylon Burks having an explosive player too, perhaps if, um, you know, if a safety like Reed Blankenship is not accounting for him on a given play, like there could be a long explosive play in store for the Eagles, but for the most part I agree. Ryan Tannehill is a guy who isn't gonna like beat you like an Aaron Rodgers or like a Kirk Cousins on a good day. So uh it's mostly gonna be keeping derrick Henry in check, which you know, I I think they're they're up for the task. They they handled Jonathan Taylor, um They did okay with Jones and Dylan. And I think, you know, their, their defensive units starting to become a bit more familiar, especially with the additions of Joseph and saw and potentially a returning Davis. Yeah. I, I, I feel like the
0: matchup is does favor the, the Eagles based on, you know, stats and all that. Um, overall, I think the Eagles. Yeah, they're four and a half point favorites uh, at home here. Um, I, I'm I'm not like overconfident uh, about the Eagles, but it's definitely like a winnable a winnable game. Um, it'll it'll be a tough game, a statement game, but I I think that um, uh, it's it's something that. will either be a, a major like the jonathan taylor thing i think uh he they they didn't use him in the screen game that much like i'm not sure that he's a pass catching back uh neither is Derek henry i know that they have the the backup no, like, but
1: ta- ta- taylor's way better at receiving than henry it's just yeah like a... yeah
0: so it, it it does bring a little more one-dimensional
1: right.
0: uh, run defensive. uh scheme to to that um which, which i think helps helps the the eagles um let's let's quickly just switch switch sides as uh as we move along here um jalen looked amazing on on sunday uh their their passing offense is not um carried throughout the year but they're they're Rushing uh, attack has improved a great deal. Um, as as far as the the Titans' defense, um, they're they're a good defense. Uh, yeah,
1: very good unit. According to DVOA, they are the. Um, let me see here, the tenth best unit according to DVOA, and uh, they'll be going up against the third best offense according to DVOA and the Eagles. So this is like the uh, strength on strength matchup. Uh, according to the numbers, also to the eye test. um, Really, really good stout defense. Probably the best defense the Eagles will face this uh, season. Unless, uh, you know, the Cowboys end up being, uh, you know, a stronger defense.
0: Yeah. Um, So Eagles, like we said, four and a half point favorites over under set at 44 and a half um, uh, applied score of, uh, Eagles winning 25, 20. Uh, let's, let's get into, uh, let's, let's just do a player of the game and, and score here since I have to get out of here.
1: Sure thing. All right. Um, I'm going to take the easy one here. Uh, hopefully you have somebody else. I'm going to take the easy money that go. AJ Brown, he was sick last week, even though he did score. Uh, so he's kind of he's kind of got two different things here he's he's going to be ideally coming back more healthy also going up against his old team who i'm sure he has some feelings about them agreeing to trade him away and replace him with burks so obviously those two won't be like sharing the field at any point but i i do got to think that like he's got some stuff to prove um you know with his new team uh going up against his old coach There were a few instances of him, uh, like complaining against fans or complaining in regards to, uh, old, old fans of his with the Titans. So he's got a lot of, uh, I I feel like this could be like an emotional game for him in a good way and going up against the corners. I don't think they have any particular particular lockdown corner that will give him trouble. And I do think, um, Hurts and the Eagles offense will be relying on the pass game a bit more here because of uh, how strong and stout the Titans are against the the run. So um, give me AJ Brown, player of the game, give me Jalen Hurts cracking 300 yards. He hasn't done that since week three against Washington. Uh, and I know that's not important really because he's such a running quarterback, but I do think they'll lean a bit more on the pass game. So I think those two will be uh, having a good connection throughout the day Sunday.
0: It's funny you mentioned Washington because my player of the game is going to be Devontae Smith. I think that the energy, the emotion of the AJ Brown uh, uh, reunion and the way he hasn't been playing as well the last couple of weeks. Well, um sort of not, I, I don't think I'll have a bad game, but I think, he might in, end up in the like four catches for 70 yards type uh uh area, uh, maybe a couple big plays. like kind of like last week, I guess he had the touchdown, but he only had a couple catches. uh Devante Smith hasn't done a ton the the last few weeks. I think uh it, it's one of those. it, it feels like whenever it's kind of like where's Devon like Devante didn't have any catches uh week two and then went off week three. Uh, so I, that's happened a couple of times last year. And this year, like Devonte hasn't done anything. Nick says we got to get him, uh, the ball. And then, uh, he's, he has a big game. So give me Devonte Smith, uh, player of the game and give me a final score. Eagles 24 Titans 17.
1: Okay, nice. Uh, so you have them covering, I have them at uh, Eagles 21, Titans 17. So uh, just coming short, I think it is going to be uh, like kind of like a grimy game. Like it's not going to be like an offensive smash mouth game. I think uh, it's, you know, it's it's going to be between the uh, the lines here. I think we're going to see the occasional splash play. Uh, and I, I don't think it will be a game that will be an easy watch. I think it's going to be stress and all the way through, um, the back half of the fourth quarter. So all right. in, it'll be a competitive game and Eagles, uh, they take care of business in the end and they go on to 11 and one. Let's
0: hope, uh, and last bit of business saints of are at Tampa Bay division matchup. Tampa bay favored minus three and a half uh yeah let's 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 keep getting uh better with that pick let's let's uh, see a tampa win
1: yeah and we this like we won uh Tampa to obviously win here because of the pick but we also need uh like somebody to win from that division like we can't have the Saints being bad and also flirting with winning that division yeah. Not saying that like it's likely but they get hot at the wrong moment that tick could really, uh, shoot up the board.
0: Oh, uh, why, why don't you, uh, share your third prediction? Uh, cause I like it. Okay. Bold. um, let's, let's so I have use it, uh, this as a measuring stick to
1: watch for. Alrighty. Uh, I've alluded to this, um, already, but I think Jordan Davis, I think he does return from IR IR and he helps the defensive unit hold Henry to fewer than 100 total rushing yards. So.
0: All right, yeah. let's get let's that'll get our a, sports books out. Percent. Bet the under for Henry. You heard it here. Hopefully not fin- we're not, not horribly rough. <laughs> your
1: but, Yeah, it's not not financial there's, there's advice. No sponsors. There's no legal. It's I can't
0: even bet in California. So Yeah, I can't bet in Texas. Uh, there we go. So <laughs> we're we're giving betting advice in states, but you can't bet. So uh uh not not advice, we're giving betting uh
1: Counselor. comments.
0: Consult, sure, whatever. It not this is not advice, uh, to be clear and all other legal things we should say. I, I don't know. Um, all right. I uh I guess we'll we'll talk after the game. Uh let's go birds. Uh and let's hopefully uh, uh next time we talk, maybe Trey Turner will be a Philly. Right, yeah. Let's see. All right. Good Uh, For Mike, I'm in. Thanks for listening.